What is up, everybody, and welcome to ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, though, let's get into the topic of the night. Stephen Jones talked to the media. Everybody's favorite cowboy talked to the media. And he kind of told on himself. He kind of confessed to making a big mistake during, you know, the 2022 season, or to be more accurate, before the 2022 NFL season. And I don't think that he even accounted for the entirety of the mistake, but let's see what he had to say before. Let's see what he had to say to Todd Arker from ESPN, who did a fantastic job interviewing him and getting some information out of who we we mostly see as a real Cowboys general manager, for better or worse, Will McClay, great talent evaluator, but probably the guy who runs, who, who runs things on the salary cap side of things is Stephen Jones. He had to say the following. And just as context, Todd Arker adds in his own tweet that he mentioned, that Stephen Jones mentioned, that it was probably fair to say that they didn't handle the wide receiver position appropriately. Uh, this is the Stephen Jones quote. I think Gallup, we probably should have been a little more conservative. You know, most guys come off an ACL, specially skilled guys, maybe it takes a little time. I think that Gallup is going to be back in full form in 2023, but getting a little confidence in our drafting, thinking that Jalen Tolbert could step right in and do some things. I think it just sometimes it takes a little longer with the receivers. Oh, man. What is one worth? to describe this quote by Stephen Jones. Because I got to tell you, I have some feelings about it. I have some strong feelings about it. What is one word to describe this quote from Stephen Jones? Let's break it down a little bit while you give me your answers. And, and Toxic Tom, shout out to you, sir. By the way, uh, let me say hi to you. Uh, Toxic Tom, Gregory, we've got Bruce, Mark, Katharina over at Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. We've got Holly in the chat. We've got December over at Facebook. Toxic Tom says, I said this last year around this time. The plan from the jump was awful. Oh, yeah. By the way, I know that Stephen Jones did not mention Amari Cooper. Uh, uh, let's say that it was relevant. So I decided to use a picture of Amari Cooper. You know, why not? Why not use Amari Cooper's picture for this discussion? Incompetent is Toxic Tom's one word. Holly goes with obvious. Mark goes with duh. Gregory goes with boring. And hey, I don't blame any of you for those words because I agree with them. My one word would be late. Because... You cannot, I mean, you can you can sit here and say, you know what, we expected a little bit more from Jalen Tolbert. But you cannot 
sit in February of 2023, almost March, and act as if it is new knowledge that wide receivers take time in the NFL. It has been a known fact that it is perhaps one of the most difficult transitions in football from college to the pros, wide receiver. I mean, quarterback is obviously the most difficult one, but many talent evaluators, many coaches will tell you that wide receiver could be a close second. You know, just think about the the readings that they also have to do in the NFL that maybe they don't do in college. Now, they are supposed to not like drafting players out of small schools. And this is not against Jalen Tolbert, by the way, because you guys know that I liked Jalen Tolbert coming out of college. I was excited about the pick. But if you're drafting a, a player from a small school, which is seemingly against your own rules because the Cowboys usually won't draft players out of those schools, uh, out of a group of five colleges, and you're expecting him to be ready day one as a starter, and the season ends with a loss against the San Francisco 49ers in which no one other than CeeDee Lamb gets open, and then in the second half, the 49ers figure that out, and you blame Dak Prescott, you say the first thing out of your mouth is, Dak Prescott needs to elevate the team for those wins. I don't know. I, I would say that it's late. You cannot act here. You cannot You cannot sit here and act like it is something new. Uh, Stephen Jones cannot act like, you know what I figured out? Wide receivers take time in the NFL. Come on, man. That's just not, not going to cut it, in my opinion. Now, the wide receiver position has been so symbolic for the Cowboys because every decision they made last year was probably wrong, starting with the fact that they let Amari Cooper walk. And let's not fool each other. Let's not fool each other. Uh, Amari Cooper, yeah, it happened a long time ago. Yeah, it is frustrating as heck to keep coming back to it. But how can't you? How can't you circle back to the fact that you had one of the best route runners in the NFL. I'm not going to say one of the best wide receivers just because I don't want to get into this conversation of uh, where does he stack up against Devante Adams, Mike Evans, and all of these uh, top-tier wide receivers. But, I mean, we can comfortably say that he's in one of those tiers, right? In one of those upper tiers in the NFL. And you let him walk because you did not want to pay him. Keyword, you did not want, want to pay him. It wasn't that the salary cap didn't allow you to do it. It was that you straight up did not want to pay the cash to Amari Cooper. And just circling back to the conversation that we had last Thursday, the Cowboys are the second lowest spending team in the entire NFL since 2021. 2021 and 2022 they were the second lowest spending team in the entire NFL. It relates. It relates. And when we're talking about one of the most pressing needs for the Cowboys right now, it is difficult to not include the Amari Cooper decision into the conversation. Although, although I understand those who say, come on, we cannot be talking about that again. You have to do it. You have to circle back to this. Because now the, the thing becomes, all right, so you moved on. Yeah, so you moved on from Cooper. 
Now you're looking back at the 2022 season and you're going, oh, we probably needed to pay more attention to wide receiver. We probably needed to help out Dak Prescott a little bit more. Where do you go from that, from, from here? Because it is not enough. It is not enough to confess to this mistake. Now you got to turn around and go, okay, how do I make this right by adding, according to Stephen Jones's own words, a playmaker? Is it, because according to Todd Archer's article over at ESPN, Stephen Jones said, offensively, we've just got to have maybe add a playmaker to it, add a little juice, add a playmaker to it, and see if we can do that. Now, I will say this. I think that the Cowboys... I think that the Cowboys might be really interested in, in signing or trading for or whatever it is a wide receiver to help out on offense. I know, I know that we're not used to getting excited about a potential signing. I mean, I used the Odell Beckham Jr. picture, but it could be someone else. Uh, we've talked about Juju Smith-Schuster before on the show. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to let him walk or not, but I think that they're going to target a relatively big name at wideout. I don't think that they will land Jacoby Myers, who is the top free agent at the position this year. But it, was, it would just check out with what Stephen Jones is saying right now, but more than anything, for what they did, with what they did at the end of the season, which was try to land OBJ. Because they did try to do it, but of course OBJ was not healthy. Nobody signed them. I do think they make a move at wide receiver. What do you think? Let me know in the chat. Do you think the Cowboys make a big move at wide receiver or not? Yes or no? Let me know in the chat. In the meantime, let me see some of your comments here. And then we will get into what appears to be one of the big decisions coming the Cowboys way. And essentially, I think that we, we had a confirmation from Stephen Jones about it. Let's see some of your comments here. Katharina goes with yes. Peter Rizzo goes with yes. They do think the Cowboys are getting a big name wide receiver or a big move wide receiver. Dylan James goes with uh, my words exactly. I think I don't, I'm not necessarily sure though. That was in response to another comment. Troy goes with Diggs needs a running mate and kick Brown inside with Lewis. Interesting. I do think that, you know, you, you still need help at the cornerback, so I will agree there. I'm I'm wondering if Diggs, Bland, and Mukwamu is even a possibility for the Cowboys because Mukwamu played well enough for the Cowboys to consider how, how can we get him on the lineup defensively. I think D-Hop says, look, and we had a show about DeAndre Hopkins in case you want to check it out as well. But I agree with, look, uh, DeAndre Hopkins could be a possibility here. I don't think that Mike, Mike Evans is a possibility just because I don't see the Bucs wanting to get rid of him in the first place. Gilbert says, I think so too. Brian also goes with yes. Uh, Toxic Tom essentially goes with no, saying that uh, talk is cheap with Stephen Jones. Wide receiver is a top three, maybe top two priority, says Holly. I would say top two. 
you cannot convince me that it is not a top two priority for the Cowboys. And I know it's ironic because we we saw an offense that statistically ran pretty efficiently. Just like looking at the season end numbers, the Cowboys were still an offense that ranked in the upper echelon of the NFL efficiency metrics wise. But but you need more. You need to have answers in those tough games like in the playoffs. Dallas did not figure out how to attack the 49ers secondary in the playoffs unless it was through CeeDee Lamb. And once the Miko Ryans figured that out, it was game over for the Cowboys. They do need some help at wide receiver. I agree with Holly there. It has to be one of the top two priorities right now. Dylan James says, we need a cornerback in the first round. Get a wide receiver in free agency. Joey Porter Jr., first round pick. Now, I do like Porter Jr. I do think that the draft pick ultimately comes down to who is available. It should come down to who is available. I think that a cornerback, wide receiver, offensive line could all be in play with the Cowboys' 27th overall pick. But cornerback could be a possibility. I don't... I will not rule that out. Uh, it will come down to who, who is available. There was a discussion over there in the YouTube chat, but I I never saw the beginning of it. I don't know if... Uh, I don't think that Josh is actually debating with me. I, I think there's an ongoing debate on YouTube, but I'm sorry. I just completely lost track of it, so I don't know what it is about. Uh, but Toxic Tom does have a question. He says, big question is this. Great leadership learns from mistakes. After what Catboy said, does that mean a complete philosophical philosophical approach to team building? And that is essentially, and I agree with, with Toxic Tom here, that is essentially what I mean by not enough right here in the overlay to my right. Uh, I just think that you have confessed that you did things the wrong way. Because that's what Stephen Jones just did by saying that they trusted to put too much trust in Jalen Tolbert by saying that they should have been more conservative when it comes to their expectations with Michael Gallup. Now, what you're going to do, and I want to have a deeper show on this, kind of like laying out some scenarios of how the Cowboys can approach the wide receiver position. But you cannot go the route that you went last year, which was essentially which which was essentially just, you know, let's trust Michael Gallup. Let's give him a bigger role while giving CeeDee Lamp a bigger role. And that was more justified. And let's trust a third round pick to be completely ready to go. Bob Sturm from The Athletic, who is a guy that I admire way too much. Uh, I mean, that that dude is amazing. We have had him in the show before. We had him last year before the NFL draft, actually. And he had a very interesting tweet weeks ago about how every wide receiver drafted in the third round or later had similar outputs to Jalen Tolbert. And that's without Tolbert even playing. So his point was, this is a position that doesn't do well in year one. And 
the fact that it is that it is so clear should tell you that if you are the Cowboys, you cannot wait until the NFL draft to approach this. And you can certainly not approach this season by banking on Jalen Tolbert being a completely different player in year two. He might be, but you're not going to figure that out until summer when training camp is on. Because sure, you're going to have some practices in May and you're going to have some voluntary uh, practice windows as well. But you're not going to figure out who Jalen Tolbert really is in 2023 until training camp. You better go get a real wide receiver. It, not, not real. Real is not the word. A proven wide receiver now. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. I think I think the the conversation uh, about uh, on YouTube the debate was around the QB position, and we'll get into the QB position very soon here on the show. By the way, uh, Mark Aaron says, in my opinion, it's not a really strong receiver draft, and there are going to be some names probably near the twenty seventh overall pick that are worth discussing. I mean, I know that everybody loves safe flowers already. We know that. There could be some names worth looking at, but we'll see. It is it is uh, probably stronger on the offensive line side of things from a depth perspective at least. We'll see. Uh, but let's get into the other thing. That Dak Prescott, that, that Stephen Jones said about Dak Prescott here. Because I think that we got a confirmation about one of the biggest plans for the Cowboys in the 2023 offseason. My question from me to you is, are you going to be happy or unhappy if the Cowboys extend Dak Prescott this offseason? Let me know in the chat. Let's. Let's get an idea of how the chat feels about a potential Dak Prescott extension. Would you be happy or unhappy at a, at a Dak, Prescott, Dak Prescott extension? Let me know in the chat while you do that. And before I give you my answer, which I think you can guess, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week is here. But Freeman Mazda, remember, is a family-owned business has been so for over 65 years, and you can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. If you prefer to do so, you can check it out over at FreemanMazda.net. And when you choose Freeman Mazda, keep in mind, you are choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. And as every single night, we have to look at the Freeman Mazda ride of the week. In this case, it is a good one because we're going to talk about the 2023 MX-5 Miata RF Grand Touring. And this one starts at $36,815. It's got Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, manual transmission, convertible roof, premium audio, and a blind spot monitor plus a miles per gallon capacity of 26 when you are in the city. That goes up to 34 when you are in the highway. So make sure that you check out the Freeman Mazda ride of the week. They are making prime time possible as always. So would you be happy or unhappy at a Dak Prescott extension? Let's see what the chat has to say. 
Let's see what the chat has to say. Depends on the deal, to be honest, says Toxic Tom. Katharina goes with happy all the way. Money out. <laughs> Almost got me. Money says, happy we need the money, brother. <laughs> happy for Peter Rizzo. Extend him for what, says T.I. Juan Daniel goes with unhappy. Brian goes with glad. Katharina says, uh, he's an awesome QB mo. Holly says, we, I'm fine with the extension. A lot of teams would kill to, ha to have that right now, like a lot of teams. And that is true. Inez goes with happy, happy. Yes for Brian. Gregory says, happy, Dak deserves a ring. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Stephen Jones talked about it. And my answer, by the way, is happy. Let me tell you why. Let's, let's get into what uh, Stephen Jones had to say, though, before we get into my opinion on this. Jones essentially confirmed that the Cowboys are extending Dak Prescott. Not that long ago, we had a show explaining why this could be the best outcome for the Cowboys and Dak. And honestly, as time goes by, I've come to the realization that it's probably the only option that the Cowboys have right now. Listen, salary cap space, salary cap space is not a problem. The Cowboys can just, you know, put out some signatures here and there, take care of some deals very quickly, and open up like $40 million in cap space. But perhaps the most healthy, the healthiest way to do it is through a Dak Prescott extension. That is why you set up the contract the way that you did. Because you know that if you restructure his deal, you can open up like $22 million in cap space. But if you extend Dak Prescott and you take some of that salary, you turn it into a signing bonus, you do some magic stuff with it, uh, you push some of, this, of the salary towards later years, maybe up the guarantee salary a little bit, you're going to get that number significantly down. You can open up like $30 million in cap space just by extending, extending Dak Prescott. And if you want to line up what you want to do cash-wise with what you want to do with the salary cap and you want to go get some help at wide receiver, maybe you want to go get, I mean, I know that we have talked about Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, who could eventually be available. And I know that those sound like fantasies for Cowboys fans right now. But if the Cowboys want to explore that or even keep their own guys and get ready to, be proactive with the Trayvon Diggs deal and be proactive with the CeeDee Lamb deal and maybe get ready for the Michael Parsons deal in 2024, then the Cowboys can get started right now. The alternative and probably the biggest argument against extending Dak Prescott is letting him play out his deal and have this fresh start in 2024. But do the Cowboys really want a fresh start? Because it's tough to find a quarterback in the league. It is tough to find a QB in the league. The teams that are out there really looking for one, their options fall down to uh, come down to like a QB prospect, of course, in the first round. If you're lucky enough to have a top five pick and choose your guy, some of these teams in the top five will not even get to choose their guy, even with the second, third, fourth overall pick. And in free agency, you can get 
Derek Carr. And I have nothing against Derek Carr, but I would undoubtedly rank him above, uh, below, excuse me, Dak Prescott. I would have Dak as a better quarterback in that discussion. 10 times out of 10. The drafted quarterback uh, thing, the, the, that idea is crazy. And I know that, you know, when, when it is February and when it is March and you're watching, you're watching the highlights of some of these prospects on TV, you can get excited about anybody. You can get excited about, about uh, the Kentucky quarterback. You can get excited about Anthony Richardson out of Florida. You can get excited about the kid out of Ohio State, C.J. Stroud. Same with Bryce Young. And if you want to get even more creative, you can talk to me about uh, mid-round QBs. And you can get excited about that idea. The NFL does not work like that, though. How many first overall QBs have not worked out? Shout out Mariota. Shout out uh, James Winston, Jared Goff, all of those guys. And Jared Goff, by the way, had a, had a very decent season with the Lions. Good for him. But I'm just saying, Dak is undoubtedly your best option right now. And not only that, he will continue to be your best option. So just extend him and get yourself in a position to make the most out of a long-term QB deal. Because that is the benefit of a long-term QB deal. If you push the can down the road year after year in terms of the salary cap, as long as you keep the player, you're going to be just fine. But if you move on from him, then that's where the problem kicks in. That's where, that's where you know, the dead money gets you. But as long as Dak is on the roster and as long as he's playing and you are kicking the can down the road, you're going to be just fine. The players that you don't want to do that with are those that you, you're not sure about having around the year after that or two years from now. So, for example, you're not going to restructure Ezekiel Elliott's deal. You might agree to a pay cut, but you're not restructuring his deal because a restructure would just make it tougher to get rid of him one year from now. Bruce's Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold were first-round picks. Yeah, exactly. So, the best, the, the best path forward, excuse me, for the Cowboys is to just Extend Dak Prescott. I think it is happening. I think that Stephen Jones essentially confirmed it. I don't know what it's going to look like, but as long as it is a deal thought out for the long term, for these two sides to keep doing what they have been doing, the Cowboys should be fine in that salary cap conversation. I really think so. Now, the problem, as many of us have figured out, is not that the Cowboys do not have the salary cap space, is that they want, they need to want to be proactive and they need to want to spend big if they're going to get some of these players that we dream about on a yearly basis. That's why I think the cash over cap discussion has become so interesting for Dallas. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this will be it for me tonight, though, on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I do agree with Joey Bella, though. Do me a favor and hit the like button. Share the stream if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Let your friends know about the show. Uh, by the way, tomorrow we do have the one cool thing of the week. And let me tell you something. If the lightning uh, looked a little bit weird tonight, 
I'm playing around with a new camera. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I need to figure out some of the settings of it. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to level up for you guys uh, on this show. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up, and I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central. Remember that you can check out my articles over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. You can check out the all of the content that we have for you there on ADC Sports. Shout out to Matthew Lennox, by the way, stepping up. He announced it already. Full-time writer for adcsports.com. Excited for my guy. And as always, primetime brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them throughout the week. Check them out over at FreemanMazda.net. Thank you so much. I will see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye.